And hello, everybody. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. I am Tom Chennault, Santa Claus by some standards. I don't have my mask on because I'm already roasting to death, but we have a tremendous show today, and you are going to love it. My little co-host, Adrian Chennault, is here with me. Adrian, don't you just love these women? This is just so exciting. I love both these women, and what a fun show we're going to have today. This is going to be awesome. Here's what they've done at an amazing level. They have decided that they are going to change the image of network marketing in the world. And they decided, you know, they obviously have written these tremendous two books already. One of them has at least half of them. Uh, the flip flop, flips, the flip flop CEO, and also the does the shoe fit. And they introduced Denise years ago and I fell in love with them after watching that interview. And then I got to be on their podcast, which absolutely rips. Her, their podcast is so much better than this show. It's unbelievable. And you definitely want to listen to a bunch of their interviews, of which one is me. And we just posted that in the comments because it is going to knock your socks off. And they are committed to changing and upholding the image of network marketing at a level you wouldn't believe, Laura was the president of XL Communications, if you can believe that. And then she went on to be the president of Shackley, if you can believe that. And then she said, these jobs suck and decided to go out in the world and build an organization, which I think is brilliant. And she's back out in the field, but she and Janine, who's an author and a writer and a thinker and an impactor and a mastermind in her own rank, these two decided to put this podcast together. And I truly believe it's changing the world, not just for men, but also for women. No, not also, I said that backwards. So anyway, how are you, Janine? What's going on? I am wonderful. I'm so happy to be here and so happy I get to see you in your Santa suit. I know it. I have one question for you. Do you have peanut butter under your armpits? Yeah. Did you guys watch the peanut butter armpit video? Uh, the last time I was on your show, we were talking about it and I love it. <laughs> it's the best thing for little kids there is, man. They just love, they squeal with delight. They love it. And uh, yeah, I am actually the, the, the recipients of the peanut butter armpit video. Adrian just cringes when I <laughs> decide to babysit his children, those three unbelievable small kids. But they went crazy on that one, didn't they, Adrian? They, they absolutely did. And uh, that is a legend that lives on to this day. We actually, I mean, that's real TikTok material. Speaking of which, I feel like you could, you could go viral, Tom, Tom. Oh yeah, we ought to put that up and put that in the comments if you get a chance, Pamela or Marianne, so people can actually watch that thing. And then somebody will explain to me, I'll have Higdon. I saw Ray Higdon's doing a big thing on TikTok this week. And uh, obviously Jesse Lee Ward is an expert at it. And you know, I have no idea if I'll ever do it. I think that they did something to multi-level marketers last week. So I'm actually mad at them anyway. I'm trying to get my face out of the, sh out of the half sun, half dark. But let's go. Let's talk about what you guys are up to. What do you guys do on Impact in the World? Tell us. Uh, you can take it away, Janine, and then flip it over to Laura. Yes, well, um, I am so grateful to have Laura as my partner here. Um, Amen. We, we just are tired of everybody, of the media, of the press, of the um, 
whoever is out there perpetuating the stigma about network marketing. And it's time for us to stand up to that. And there are just a lot of, you know, people that are, that are pretty negative. And while things are changing a lot, um, I think the press and, and the media it continues to perpetuate a lot of the rumors. And so we want to be a voice of the other side of the story, of the good side of the story, and um, all of the wonderful things about this business whose time has come. And so that's what we're, we're attempting to do. And what we need is for network marketers to participate participate in this in this mission. It's it's like we all need to be the change we wish to see, and we all need to take part in you know spreading the word that this is truly the best kept secret way to earn an income. There's no doubt about it. That and Laura, you certainly have the background to talk about it from both sides of the coin, and just seeing companies withstand. COVID. I mean, network marketing companies are one of the few, that's, this is one of the only professions out there that is really getting stronger inside of this entire pandemic because it's home-based. So many of them are, are nutrition-based, but the word still isn't getting out. And the way that I know that the word still isn't getting out is the stock market. If you look at the whole space in the stock market from the DSA or anything else, the network marketing stocks still aren't screaming, even though they should be because their sales and profits are holding while everybody else is going by the wayside. What do you think of that? Yes, I look, I feel like um, there's a, what I talk about with MLM You Decide, which is our podcast, is yeah. that there's a good and misunderstood side of MLM. I wasn't always working for an MLM company. I actually worked at direct selling companies, like direct marketing, like J. Crew and Disney. I was an executive at both of those companies and, and helped build their brands and establish their uh, retail uh, centers. And then I began working at network marketing companies. And I just fell in love with the business. I fell in love with the business model. Uh, and I just, it bothers me when I see that hurt people hurt people. And there are some hurt people as it relates to multi-level marketing and network marketing. They might've had a bad experience and they walked away hurt from it. And so therefore it's all bad. And I just don't think that's realistic and fair. We interviewed someone from the restaurant business uh, the other day on our show, a restaurateur, and we all know how hard the restaurant industry and hospitality industries have been hit in the pandemic. Well, thank goodness he had a thriving and growing multi-level marketing business that had been his plan B that is now his plan A because although he's a successful restaurant owner and has been for decades um, it's just a very tough business right now for him but he said something to us that I, that answers what you were talking about Tom and he said that he believes the rise of network marketing as a viable work from home option for people is going to be a key contributor to economic recovery in the future for us and that gets me excited I believe and that's why we're doing what we're doing is to let people know this is a valid way to be able to create that additional stream of income or their main stream of income, especially through the economic conditions we're going through and will be facing over the next year. My buddy, Dennis buddies, Sue and Dennis Ligon, Ligon have 19, actually 21 tanning salons. During the COVID, during the knockdown, they lost 2 million bucks. But what people didn't know was they were the seventh largest earners over at Vima. They moved that organization someplace else. 
And all they did was exactly what you said. They had to pivot, but they had a place to pivot back to, which most people don't. This ugly stepsister called network marketing became their absolute parachute. And I think that's indicative of everybody. And you are a big LinkedIn girl. You are a big social media woman. I watch you everywhere. And you know that it's a complete mess on LinkedIn because those people didn't have a plan B, who they were, where their education, their resume, their house, their job. And now they're standing there with their hat in their hands and their pride is so big that they won't suspend their disbelief and take a look at this. And that's why it's so important that you've got this podcast to let them realize that really highly placed corporate people do have a place in this profession because you guys are absolute living proof, right? Yes, yes. That's absolutely true. There is a place in this profession and we are interviewing, we're featuring right now, people from all different walks of life, whether it be a nurse or whether it be uh, an attorney or a doctor or an actor. Um, I mean, imagine actors. Uh, they, they were out of a job as well during this crisis. And thank goodness, uh, our friend that we're going to be interviewing soon uh, had this as a backup plan, which is now his you know, full-time source of income. Yeah. What do you think of that, Adrian? You came out of that whole world. Your friends, I mean, they still think you are absolutely crazy. Adrian was the international CFO of a $2 billion uh, internet company based in Zurich, Switzerland, when all of a sudden he just said, you know what, if my past looks like my future in corporate America, I'm going to be dead by the time I'm 40. And he had to pivot like you're talking about the world pivoting. That was hard. That decision was hard than easy, right, Adrian? Yeah, you know, I, I think that at looking at what's happening out there right now, there's so, you, part one of that is that you've got to, you know, I think your, your safety net is one part knowing what to, you know, what you're going to do or what to Eric do. Eric watching. Is that funny enough? He's up in Telluride. And Eric, during the break, we're going to talk about you extending the $97 deal. And I'm sorry, that's like breaking news when I saw his name come across the bow. He and Marina. I mean, they have already got over 30,000 people signed up for the next GoPro, much less the last one, which was the best one I've ever seen. And I'm in that accelerator program. And I am telling you, he is he just quantumly jumped up the ladder. He just lapped the competition with GoPro and he and Pete Vargas and uh, yes. Pat Quinn. I always call Pat yes. Quinn, Pat, your friend, Pat Quinn's, but unbelievable job by those guys. So, and Sylvester Stallone and everybody they had was unbelievable. So I did not mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to acknowledge him because he blew my socks off here recently. So keep moving. Maybe he'll tell some of his friends to watch this. <laughs> keep going <laughs> yeah Eric, eric's unbelievable so glad you're here eric and yeah I, you know i think you're when stuff hits the fan part of it is knowing where you're going to go and part of it is kind of you know what you've been doing to tend to your garden whether that's relationships and your network and everything else right warren buffett talks about that you don't know who's been uh skinny dipping until the waves go until the tide goes out and i think that's a lot of what happens right is you know we get all of our eggs in one basket and that's fine you know most people in the world have all their eggs in one career basket but at least if you can take 
care of your relationships. And if you can keep a network, then if you have to pivot, you have something to fall back on in the form of those relationships where you can pick up the phone and you can call somebody and say, Hey, I need help. I need a different, you know, I I've got to figure out a way to monetize differently or to go and do something different than what I've been doing. And that was a big part of what happened for me, right? I was in a corporate career that was fantastic until it wasn't. And I wasn't happy. I wasn't in the right place anymore. And I needed to make a change. And thankfully, I had a relationship with a dad who was an incredible mentor, but I had a relationship with a lot of other people that allowed that transition to happen. So we had to take a break. We will be right back here in a few seconds. We are on the Genesis Communications Network. Thanks for coming on and watching with us. And we'll be right back after this. How about that? That was a great break, Adrian. You did a heck of a job. You all took that- all my time. I didn't have time to throw it back to you, Dad, with your interruption. Okay, so <laughs> you talk about contact mapping and GoPro, uh, GoPro 2021 during the break here. And... Uh, Talk about that and I'll move my camera over so I'm not looking over here at the comments while I'm trying to listen to you because I had that. All right. So let's talk about GoPro first. So virtual GoPro was two weekends ago and just unbelievable. I mean, you know, starting with the production value and what they put together and the crazy timeline that they put it together on. Then you get to the content of Pete Vargas and Pat Quinn and Sylvester Stallone and Cardone. And I mean, just like such an incredible list of influencers, such an incredible list of people playing it huge in the field. And that's all great. It was a great show. But what I think struck me the most and that I want to give the biggest kudos to Eric and his Marina and that whole team is that people said they felt like it was a more intimate event than it was in person, which is just, that just blows you away, right? And I think that's true. And I think especially, you know, for the people that aren't in the VIPs and the super VIPs where there is that kind of closeness, the people that are sitting in the back of the room, they really felt like they got to be in the front of the room with everybody else in a big way this time. And that was really remarkable. And so kudos to you, Eric, on that. Go ahead, Dad. Nothing. Nothing. I'm agreeing with you. I just hit a button to try to watch the comments here and change this thing around. And I got some sound and I knew that was going to make you crazy. But yeah, I'm uh, to think that they put together that $20 million facility from an idea to fruition in 90 days was unbelievable. And it just, but you know what? Contact mapping, I'm just going to segue this. Marina Rory could not have done that without people. She had to draw on people. And the only way that you can draw on people is to know people that know people that know people to be able to pull that off. And the only way you can do that is to have a Rolodex that's got power where people trust you, love you, belong with you, and know they're safe with you. And that's what Adrian's built there, right, Adrian? 100%. And where you know who you can trust, right? You don't exactly have time to run an RFP process to go from idea to execution in 70 days on a $20 million facility. And what Stephen Covey talks about is that trust basically equals speed, right? And so if you have a network that you can really trust and that trust you, then you don't have to have all these contracts and all this stuff that just slows everything down. 
Instead, when you need to pivot, when you need to make something happen fast, you don't, you know, why would you ever Google anything? It's all, you know, manufactured reviews and manufacture. It's all, it, unfortunately, it's all fake anyway, because so there's so much gaming happening, trying to take your money. And so what do we do? We realize that trust and relationships are the things that are actually going to allow you to make it happen. And so having a network that is high trust and being a high trust person to others, that is a hugely, hugely valuable thing in network marketing, in career management, in anything that you're ever going to do. And so go to contactmapping.com slash free, go see what we're talking about and how you can do this because it's easy, it's powerful, and you can get started completely for free. And we're back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault and Laura Evans and Janine Finney. And I changed the order that way just because I don't know which way that apple turns. But these two women are unbelievable. And if you aren't plugged into them, you are missing it. And follow them on facial, on, on facial network, on social networks. I don't care which one you do it on. They say and do such important things. But the most important thing to do is follow their podcast because the guests that they've got are unbelievable and the depth of conversation is such that you've never seen anything like it they are deep thinkers trying to figure out how to make you better in a profession that you can only get better in and i'm 69 years old i just did go pro i just did the accelerator program i will do every course between here and timbuktu along with my wife because all we can do is improve in you too. And this is all about serving people. And I just wanna to learn to be a better servant of people. And these women are teaching me to do that. So back to you, Janine, give us some pointers on how they find you and what, what, what the future holds for your great podcast. Yeah, and, and I want to clarify, I think um, MLM You Decide is really for skeptics, just like the Flip CEO and Does the Shoe Fit. We're directing them to skeptics so that we can enlighten them. So it's a lot of podcasts for network marketers, really to help network marketers. And our goal is to enlighten the people that are unenlightened. And so, you know, we were talking, you mentioned LinkedIn and the people on LinkedIn that really don't get this. And you know what? It's really not their fault. Um, there are a lot of people out there and a lot of uh, resources, again, the media, that perpetuate a lot of the stigma and they don't have a voice. They don't have anybody in their lives to tell them the other side of the story. So, that's what MLMU Decide is really, you know, designed to do. And um, they can find us. Laura is the expert at how they can find us. <laughs> well, sure, sure. And, and what the way I see it is we created this to be neutral. We tackle some topics that if you are building a multi-level marketing company, you may have encountered, such as, is this a pyramid scheme? Um, the products are overpriced or I don't wanna use my friends, or you know, um, what are the top five things you should look for in a company? Why would a professional, why would someone like me that is an executive and has a rising career choose to walk away from her career and be involved in a network marketing company? And what would you look for in that type of company? Um, and we talk about the difference between the employee mindset versus the entrepreneurial mindset. So we have episodes that cover these topics in a quick hit fashion, like maybe 15 minutes or less. Um, so uh, it gives you some things to think about. And we intentionally, as we interview, 
what we call truths from the trenches, folks that are actually out there working in this business and making it happen, we keep it neutral because we want everyone to feel safe to share this with that prospect or with that skeptic who um, you know, might, might be able to learn or hear something differently. Sometimes a different voice has a greater impact. And that's what we're, that's the, that's what we're serving there. So that's, that's what we're doing. But we, we have a um, website, mlmudecide.com. You can find us on Apple, MLM You Decide, and on Spotify, and all the places where you would listen to a podcast. Um, you will find MLM You Decide. And um, we've also got a YouTube channel, MLM You Decide. In the name of the game, everybody, and Eric Warrior's put it out there that he'll debate anybody publicly at any time on MLM, on any conversation. And these women will too. So those skeptics out there that want to bash are really afraid to come into the light and step up and, and, and really put the gloves on with a Laura or an Eric or a Janine. And, you know, I'd be happy to mediate any of those debates at any time. But, you know, debating when you're a hater, debating isn't what you want. You just want to throw shade with innuendo, just exactly like we just went through with an election. And that's just the way that goes. But what I love about you guys is you're not afraid to, you know, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a fence sitting little weasel, you know, I don't, I don't get like, I don't make those stands like you guys do. I'm not as brave. And I love you for that. And so, you know, I don't, I don't even know why I'm not, but, you know, I don't make those kind of stands. And I kind of try to be Switzerland. And I love the fact that you guys are so strong in your conviction that you're not, a, that you're not afraid to take anything on. So the MLMUDecide.com podcast is where you want to go. And you want to go right now during the break. And the break's going to be a little longer. Adrian's going to be talking contactmapping.com. We are going to do that because we want you to be the most connected people on the planet. Everybody says, Tom, I'd love to have your downline. Okay, well, here's, the, here's my database. Go get it. I'd love to have your contacts. Well, here's my beta database. Go take them. And the reason I can tell you that because my database is worthless to you. My database has strength as a result of the relationships in it. And that's what I want for all of you. So contactmapping.com, go there. We're coming back right after this. Sean Murphy's on here. Eric Awari awesome. on here. Kim Calabrese on here. Crazy, crazy crowd watching this. Go ahead, uh, Adrian, take it away, baby. Yeah, thanks. So Janine, I'd actually, I would love to ask you a question about this because I, I think that topic that we got onto earlier was really important in thinking about, you know, you, you work mostly with women, you're inspiring them, you know, inside of this profession and showing them kind of the way and, and demystifying it. How, how important is it to build a great network? And, you know, what, what, what goes into that for you, from your perspective, is somebody who's looking to, to build a network marketing business for themselves? Oh my gosh, it is, it, it, the, that relationship is everything. And um, I think for me, I, I am very much about a warm market, but what I've been doing recently um, with the pandemic is really going to the LinkedIn market. And what I'm really finding out so quickly is when you don't have a relationship with someone when they don't know you and trust you you know how do you build that quickly because it's the kind of thing that really 
really happens when somebody has experience with you. So for, um, for especially um, outside of your war market and, and uh, contacts that, that you don't know as well, you know, really following up with them, really bringing value to them, really um, showing them why, uh, you know, people don't want to do business with you in, until they know you uh, care about them. And, you know, it's so important to do that. And so having a resource to make it easier to do that is, is invaluable. Yeah, that, that's so huge. And you're exactly right. People need to know you care about them. They need to know they can trust you. And one of the big ways to show people they can trust you is to do what you say you're going to do and to follow up, right? And so, you know, especially as you're building on LinkedIn, you know, with both of you to, you know, big in that space, you know, how many people, it's just this barrage of people trying to connect with you. You know, they try to pitch you the first words out of their mouth and then they're nowhere to, you know, it's just, it's so frustrating, but it's also so easy to stand out if you instead say, I'm going to behave like a real professional here. I'm going to be clear about what I'm up to. I'm going to give, you know, step through a process with you to get to know your story, to learn who you are, to show you that I care. I'm going to, you know, send you what I said I was going to send you when I said I was going to. I'm going to call you when I said I was going to. These little things go such a long way in building relationships and professional trust and all this kind of stuff. And you really, you know, you can, you can really make an impression on somebody just by doing those basic things well, can't you? Oh, absolutely. I wish we could ban all of the people that do it wrong and that are all about themselves and that just sort of ban people. It's, it's awful and it's awful for our profession because it gives us a bad reputation and, and that's not, that's not the way it's meant to be. That's not the way we are, are, are to do it. We should be acting professionally. Yeah. And it, you know, what's crazy is it's, I think it's even worse on LinkedIn than it is on, on Facebook, at least on Facebook. If somebody does that, like you're like, you're, you can kind of just call them a jerk and move on. But LinkedIn, it's almost like that's the, that's the default behavior in literally easily over half of the sort of random requests that I get immediately are some pitch, some, you know, I want 15 minutes of your time with no context. It's like, no one is, no one wants to talk to you and give 15 minutes, you know, even 15 minutes of their time when they don't have a reason to believe that you actually care about them, that you have any idea who they are, that you are in it to serve them. And so turning that on its head is so powerful and so valuable. And I was telling Laura before the show, we actually just as part of contact mapping, we have launched several social media integrations, including LinkedIn recently. And it's been amazing because we're helping a generation of network marketers and people across many professions to show up in that more professional way to be able to do what they say they're going to do. And it, you know, making it easy for you to follow through in the way that you know you're supposed to, but sometimes just life gets in the way if you don't have the right tools. So go to contactmapping.com slash free. You can see a video about what you get inside of the free version. These social media integrations are part of our premium version and man, they are powerful. The testimonials that we're getting from them are huge. So go check that out. And we're back. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. We are here with Adrian Chenault and two adorable, great, deep, smart, incredible women 
that my wife, Denise, hooked me up with, first of all, and I will be ever forever grateful for that because they were on my radar. And when I heard they were doing this podcast, I was impressed with it. When I went and looked at who they were, I was 10 times more impressed. And when I listened to it, it blew my mind. And now it's part of my daily routine to stay on top of who they're interviewing. And I am telling all of you, if you love this profession, I want you to listen to it. I want you to support it. I want you to like it. I want you to believe in it. And ultimately, I want you to build your business big enough that you're on it. And that's what you have to do. Because this industry, this profession, these women aren't old. I'm old. But we need lots more young people embracing what these women are talking about. Right or wrong, Laura? Oh, 100% correct. And I'll tell you, I actually find in a younger demographic more acceptance to multi-level marketing to network marketing. You know, they've seen their parents be loyal to a company at a traditional job and, and it hasn't always worked out well or their family has missed, you know, their parents have missed time out from them. Um, so I find that they're a little bit more open to this. And of course, they're very familiar with on social media, being an affiliate or being an influencer and being able to get paid for products and services. And so I love that. What we like to do is help them navigate through some of the pitfalls that they might run into so that they don't get discouraged because, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, just you've got to learn some different things. It's a different skill set than being an employee. And I know, I mean, there was a lot of things I had to unlearn as an employee and as a boss when I went to being an entrepreneur where I was serving others and leading others through my service to them and my support to them versus being able to, you know, tell somebody what to do or just answering questions. I was asking more questions. Um, so so I, I believe that the podcast fills a great void there. You went through, and I'm sorry, Janine, I want to ask her one more question. I just got a text about it. The FTC, at the end of the Obama administration, going into the Trump administration, going back to the Biden administration, uh, really got pretty doggone down on the network marketing space with that Judith Ramirez. And they replaced her, obviously. But now we're going into another administration uh, You've obviously got a lot of people that don't like this profession. What do we need to do to make sure we're gonna protect ourselves? Cause you were in management through those times. What do we need to do to protect our image, our reputation and our profession from people that just wanna shut us down? It's all about integrity. Mm -hmm. It comes back to leading with integrity. And um, you know, I. Look, we've all been around long enough, no matter who you are, that we know what it's like to be over-advertised and over-hyped too. When you've got something good, you don't need to over-hype it and over-advertise it. Uh, you, can, you can be authentic with it. And I, I would just encourage people to be careful with their hashtags because now more than ever in our social media world, the FTC or any government party can identify and find things that they disagree with, typically because of the hashtags. So be careful with your hashtags. You don't need to overpromise. Be authentic. Lead with integrity. You know, show up in love and in service to others, and you're going to be just fine. And, uh, and I 
say bravo to the FTC for addressing companies that are not doing things correctly. I'm talking about, um, you know, there are companies uh, that, that do not handle business correctly, that do not have their compensation plan um, designed uh, um, to benefit uh, being fair and balanced. So I'm okay with that. I also find a lot of journalists misreference an FTC editorial that was done by a doctor, a late doctor, a PhD many years ago, where he had a real bent against multi-level marketing. And in it, he said, no one makes any money. And that gets referenced as an FTC document. And it is not an FTC document. It's an editorial from a late PhD that had a real issue and had no way of knowing inside of companies who was making what. He just had a beef about it. So that's one of the reasons why we have the podcast is let's talk about what the facts are and let's talk about um, you know what can be done. Um, uh, aside from any hype, let's talk about what's real. And look, I remember in the last recession, I heard a statistic that $400 a month could have kept people out of foreclosure. Just an extra $400 a month. So that matters, you know, it matters if you could make $500, $1,000 a month to people as much as it can be a game changer in making $10,000 a month or $100,000 a month. And I've seen and helped people do all of that. I just want to say that we're in a time where all of it matters. And we know that in leading organizations, we appreciate everyone for where they're at in terms of, you know, where they are with the business or where they are as a customer using the products. Where does that fit for you, Janine? Oh, exactly. I, I feel exactly the same way. It's it's um, everything that Laura, Laura just said is right on the money. Uh, right on the money. Yes. And the name of the game, everybody, is it's not somebody else's job. It's your job to be part of the solution. They, these two can't do it. Eric can't do it. Ray Higdon can't do it. Fraser Brooks can't do it. Richard Brooke can't do it. Have you had Brooke on yet? Yes. We have, yes. Yeah, we got to get him back. I, uh, he's a, he's a thought-leading son of a gun and not afraid to say what he's thinking, and that makes me happy. So, Adrian, what do you think about that? There's a little pipsqueak coming up through this. <laughs> I think that the these bite-sized perspectives on the profession. It's so, I, I just think it's so invaluable because I think there's a lot of people out there. There's a, a ton of misinformation out there in the marketplace in both directions, right? There's people that can't see the forest for the trees because they think MLM is perfect and that everybody out there is a naysayer and they're wrong. There are people who can't see the forest for the trees out there because they think everything's a pyramid scheme or nobody makes any money or this is crazy or whatever it is. And they're wrong too. And giving a perspective and you know, coming, I, I'd love your background, Laura. I, I, I already loved it, but I love it even more knowing that you came out of J. Crew and some of these other companies where you know, you know, I, I'm a finance guy by background. And so, you know, there's a you know, there's how much it costs to make the product, and that's not that different between the one company to another company. And then there's the layers of who gets paid along the way, getting a, a product from a factory all the way out to the marketplace at J. Crew versus getting a, a product from the factory all the way out to the marketplace in an MLM company. And it's a different group of people getting paid, but it's not all that different in who's get, how much is getting paid out. And we just, people are getting themselves totally wrapped around the axle on information that is not right, that doesn't make sense. And when somebody sits down and goes, 
look, like this is, here's, you know, let's just line up the income statements and let's look at how these two things compare to each other. And then let's just say that this, you know, if you're, if you want to be the person who is, you know, the middleman and is going to make money along the way, which of these two options do you want to be? Do you want to be the sales rep in the store at a J crew? Or do you want to be representing a company that you love where you get to take a much bigger piece of the pie? I mean, it just makes sense to be a much bigger piece of the pie. And, you know, you see all these influencers out there, whether it's the Kardashians or, you know, the, those big people or, you know, down through, you know, people that have however many thousand followers on Instagram that are getting paid to put something out there. And a lot, you know, the reality is a lot of them don't push a lot of product. And instead of doing that, don't, don't go chase shiny, right? Just go and build an organization and learn how to attract people that want to do what you want to do. Don't overhype them. Don't oversell them because, you know, the math makes sense in those who can understand it. And it isn't, it, you know, it's not calculus. It's, it's arithmetic. So having somebody like Laura and somebody like Janine who are going to explain it to you in a 15 minute bite-sized chunk. And not only that, but give you something that you can go and share with somebody who's maybe a skeptic that gives an external voice to that. That's worth its weight in gold. So I love what you guys are doing and I'm so excited. I, I didn't know about the podcast. I can't wait to go and dive into it. So how many episodes in are you, by the way? I believe it's about 32. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think so. Yeah. Yes. All in 2020 or did you start in 2019? All in 2020. We started in September busy. of 2020. Yes. And uh, yes, it, it's been, we have been busy and we've got uh, just a great variety, a great variety of interviews, backgrounds, as well as topics. Yeah. What we're starting to do right now is uh, are actually some career comparisons to help people um, understand because there's so many people right now that are needing to pivot and you know they're really they're they're praying for what we have and, and but they don't recognize it they're just not informed i think that's the the bottom line is that we just need for people to understand the business model and so what the career comparisons are doing um, is really helping somebody understand what it's like to have been a nurse coming into network marketing, why would somebody make that transition? And that was one of the podcasts that we just recorded recently. And it was amazing. I mean, I just loved hearing all the reasons why it makes complete sense for somebody to, to go from being a nurse to network marketing. And so I just think, you know, it's, it's making people more aware that this is a, a viable option for people that are needing to pivot. It really, really is. And it's, there's just so much, it, it's, it's a profession to be really proud of. And I think sometimes the hyping and all that kind of stuff is maybe symptomatic of thinking that it isn't good enough to stand on its own two feet. And that's a, that's a crazy mistake to make on two different levels, right? It's, it, it actually, it undermines you both because it's going to get you in trouble and get your company in this profession in trouble. And it's a mistake because you're actually, by doing that, you're distracting from the actual merits of what you're, the profession that you're a part of in the first place. Okay, so I am also a professional mind reader. So those of you that don't know that, I want you to know that I can read minds. So I'm going to do that right now to prove that to you. So right now I'm going to do this. Aha, do you want me to tell you what you're thinking, Laura, and what you're thinking, Janine? 
Want me to tell you what you're thinking right now? Please yes. Do. Why didn't we interview Adrian? <laughs> that is so, so, so that is a fact, and that's so true. He is. I mean, that's you guys are all perfectly peas in a pod. And what I love about that is all of you watching and listening, uh, you're going to be able to go back and send your prospects to this because this is not a hype show. This is deep thinkers that came from a completely different reality, saw this and joined it and embraced it which is exactly what all those people out there in the world are looking at right now. They've got a whole new reality that they need to embrace, understand, and join. And that's why I want you to go to this podcast because it's going to change your life. And they are great. So whatever you do, jump in there, go to it. We're going to talk about your trafficking uh, obsession a little bit in the next break because I think it's so important. So we're coming back right after this. This is the Genesis Communication Network. Our friend Ted Anderson has kept us on here for free for 12 years. We love you, Ted. Merry Christmas. And we'll be back right after this. And we're back. Hello, Adrian. Take it away, little boy blue. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So I, I'd love to flip it over to you, Laura, and, and talk about the transition coming back from the corporate side out into the field and what it's been like to go out there and, and be on the front lines building your network as a you know as somebody in the field building a business what's been the what's been the the best and most rewarding part of that for you well i did have an exit strategy i planned it was not an impulsive decision that i made and i um, had set at the feet and learning from uh, from so many leaders for decades um some of the best you know like like my friend pat hints um like uh like tom like your dad like um like eric Warre, uh, uh richard brooke many and for me one of the hardest things was learning how to go from selling and telling to asking questions. I mean, intellectually, I knew that that was uh, a strategy and a technique that builds trust and helps me to show up better in serving someone else and offering what's best for them. But I struggled with that so much that I actually started writing a question mark on my wrist and had to help remind me in any conversation or presentation I was having that I need to be asking more questions, ask the next question, ask the next question, um, frame whatever I want to say in terms of a question. And it became so much a part of what I do that I actually tattooed it on my wrist. So I tattooed the question mark on my wrist to remember to be asking questions and learning more about others than trying to push whatever my agenda, whatever my thoughts were um, on them. And, and so that was my biggest transition, my biggest skill change um, from one to the other. And organization is important too, which is why I love what you're doing with contact mapping, because uh, it's so easy, you know, as an employee, you show up to work and you know what you're supposed to do. And you sort of have an idea whether you've done it or not for that day. And many times your calendar is filled in for you. When you're out here on your own at your house, your office, your kitchen, it's easy to get distracted. And you think that you're doing things that produce income, but you're not. And so being able to effectively track that is super, super important. It's, it was my advice last night on my team holiday party as everybody closes out 2020 and heads into 2021 to get organized as they head into 2021. It's such a huge, huge deal. And 
man, if you think you're serious about shifting yourself and putting yourself in the right position, if you have it tattooed it on your, your hand or your wrist, you're not serious enough. Goodness gracious. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I, Adrian, I need to interrupt you. Those of you watching, cause we're on the commercial and so that way it won't be into the podcast, but at five o'clock Pacific time, we're going to put all the little kids on and they're going to, that's why I'm all dressed up. I'll have a beard and we're going to do a virtual come and see Santa and tell him what you want for Christmas. Sean Murphy and Pamela and Marianne are going to be my elves. And we're just going to let those little kids sit on, you know, I don't want to sit on Santa's lap sounds creepy to me. So what we're basically, it's going to be a virtual, just, I'm going to listen to them and try to make them feel a little bit better about a very strange Christmas. So that goes in an hour and a half. And I just want to let everybody know it's open to everybody. We're going to do it on Tom Chenault Zoom and it's going to be epic. So be sure to get on for that if you get a chance. So back to you, Adrian. All right, that's on TomChenaultZoom.com and we are coming back from the break right now. And we're back, final segment with two unbelievably incredible, committed, and wonderful women, Janine Finney and Laura Evans. And what you don't know is they are not only brilliant, but they are focused on this trafficking problem, which is everywhere. It's the secret nobody really wants to talk about. It's horrific what's going on. It's still going on under our noses with some of the most powerful people in the world pulling it off. It makes me sick. And these women have actually embraced that cause too. Talk about it a little bit, Laura. Yes, well, my, my daughter was sexually abused and trafficked by um, our next door neighbor, her, uh, her best friend's dad. And uh, it was in an upstanding neighborhood in Texas. And um, it was shocking to me. I just didn't know the statistics. I didn't understand that. I thought that stranger danger was the main thing to be afraid of and to teach the kids to be careful of. And I learned that it's often 90% of the time people that are befriending them that are closest to them that um, do the damage. So I've been involved uh, very actively. I have a blog about it. I'm involved in, uh, I'm a child sexual abuse prevention educator with darkness to light organization. I support exoduscry.com. I also support traffickinghub.com. And Trafficking Hub, the root of, I believe, the increase in uh, child sex abuse trafficking comes from child pornography. And um, that was also an issue with our daughter and her uh, neighborhood friends. And uh, that has to be dealt with. I mean, technology is amazing these days. The fact that we have technology out there that is allowing abuse of children and abuse and violence of women to be profited on is unacceptable. So we actually had a big win with Trafficking Hub uh, this past uh, week. Um, there was a great expose article in the New York Times uh, exposing uh, that what this organization does. And they were, uh, they ended up removing 10 million videos of child sexual abuse and rape uh, from their website. Uh, which is about 75% of their catalog. So that was a huge win. Uh, and we just are not stopping there. We're just going to keep going after it. And we want to hold the executives accountable for that because they knew what they were doing when they, pre they promoted and created a financial reward and incentive for individuals to upload videos of such acts. Good deal. And Richard, I'm sorry, uh, Tony Robbins is really, really, I mean, there's some really powerful people finally in the game to shut this thing down. 
And if you can be a part of that, how do they, what's the website for that? Trafficking.hub. So trafficking.hub, H-U-B as in boy. Okay, go. And I'm just telling you all to do that. So we're going to get out of here in a few minutes. You guys want to say anything beautiful to the people to get them to come to you and to be better people and to love their life more. And I have no idea what that sentence meant either. So take it away. Everybody just needs to fire their brain and hire their heart. Like, <laughs> Yes, they do. <laughs> On our pod podcast, I just would just so we would so appreciate um, people that are in network marketing, spreading the word about the podcast and sharing the podcast with people that don't really understand our business model. And, um, you know, again, just let's, let's enlighten people. It's not their fault. It's, it, there's just a lot of bad information and half truths out there. And so people that don't understand it, it's not necessarily their fault. They're not going to look for all the, the, the other side of the story. So we have to make it we have to make it available and get it out there, so. And I just wanna jump in and say rate and review us, especially on Apple Podcasts. That is how we get discovered and found by somebody that is searching on the MLM topic, which could be a prospect that you're working with who goes out and does their own research without telling you. You want them to find us, not some of the other things that are out there because we are positive, we're neutral, and uh, we, will, we will send them back to you um, for clarification and direction. So rate and review us. And you can find us everywhere. We have an Instagram account. We have a LinkedIn account. We've got a Facebook account. We've got a Facebook group that we um, will share sort of behind the scenes discussion and content with. Um, so uh, MLM, you decide. Have you gotten Eric on here yet? No, but we would love to. I'll take care of that oh, right now. I'll do that. I was going to say, do I know anybody that can help me with that? <laughs> In fact, I'm going to change my name from Thomas Virgil to better call because I want to be known in the world as better call Chanel because that's what I that's all I'm good for I'm a great place to visit you don't want to live here it's a, you know, but that's my job is to get in the door and then let the experts take over and that's what Adrian did with contact mapping that's what I want you to do with your wonderful podcast and uh, I'll go get you that and another guy that should help you have you guys had Mark Victor Hansen yet not yet would yeah. love it he's also a blowtorch and very parallel to what you guys are up to. So I'll take care of that today too. So Adrian, you got any further thoughts before we get these girls out of here? I, I just want to say thank you. Thanks so much to both of you. You know, I think there's so, there's so much of a need for credible external sources that build up the contact, the contact mapping, sorry, the networker marketing profession and that allow us to you to to build a pedestal for what this profession can accomplish because we need it more than ever and so thanks to both of you for doing that we didn't talk too much about your books today janine but you know you've made such a big difference and it's it's amazing i actually knew of you before i knew you had anything to do with network marketing because so some friends of mine were just so incredibly taken with what you do and we're sharing your social media stuff all the time and so i had a listening for you before i ever even knew any of that so go and check out janine's books go and check out this podcast and set, use these things to help you be a better network marketer because you don't have to be the expert 
in fact, you know, just as Laura talked about, right, the more you can not be the expert, ask questions, use tools, use third parties, the more effective you're going to be at building your business. So thanks so much. And follow up, people. That's the key. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. Lisa Grossman and Curtis Broom the week after that. We'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.